The season. What defines the hunting season to you? It can be a multitude of things to each individual hunter. Maybe to you, it's about putting meat in your freezer. For some, it might be more about chasing big mature bucks and the successes and failures that go along with those hunts. For others, it might be dropping a bull elk, moose, or many of the other species this great country, God's country, has to offer us. Maybe you took a child hunting and watched them be successful harvesting a whitetail or other animal and saw the thrill and joy that moment brought them. It's what separates us, but at the same time keeps us bonded together as the great conservationists we are. It's our passion. It's our tradition. It's the season brought to you by Backwoods Bowhunter. It's the mystical flight of the arrow traveling downrange, searching for its next target. The thrill of chasing the elusive whitetail buck as it slips through the tall oaks. That encounter with a bull elk that is so close, you can feel its breath. The hair that stands up on your neck when you hear that long-bearded turkey gobble in the spring. It's our passion. It's our tradition. It's Backwoods Bowhunter. And now, it's time to go full draw in the backwoods. What's up, Michael? What's going on? Nothing, man. Glad to be doing this. Chilling like a villain. Hell yeah. So, yeah, uh, sorry it took so long. The Walmart got me, uh, it, it took me in, wouldn't let me go. It's the Walmarts. Mm-hmm. You have to do it right. Damn, Wal- Damn Walmarts. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to call this version of the season. We're going to call it from foolish mistake to intense activity. Do you think that that would kind of summarize this morning? 100%. Okay. <laughs> so, I haven't hunted much recently. Um, as some know, some do not. My eldest child ended up in St. Louis Children's Hospital. And at the exact same time, my youngest child ended up with a fever and was at home kind of struggling with his own issues. So, our yep. last few days have been a train wreck. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you and I had plans to go. So, we hunted your family's property last week and we had plans to go um, yesterday. Yep. Uh, which didn't work out because of the whole aforementioned hospital thing. So we went today instead. And yep. trying to summarize this because we're trying to keep these jokers under 20 minutes here. Um, <laughs> we get there this morning, we pick our stand locations, and it's cold. Um, yeah. If I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, 16 degrees with the wind chills, what I told you? Yes, 100%. Yeah. So every bit of it. 100% cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're sitting in the tree stands and uh, not a whole lot going on. And it was about, here's where foolish mistake comes in. Mm-hmm. Foolish mistake comes in. I decided about 8.15-ish to take my gloves off. Now, I, I have some really nice hunting gloves. My hands were warm, okay? <laughs> I was doing just they fine. Were. I was doing they just were. fine. 
I take my gloves off because I decide I'm going to make a backwoods bow hunter Instagram post. I hadn't made one in a little bit, so I'm sitting there, not a whole lot moving, not a whole lot going on. I'm thinking this is a good time to do this. Now, yeah. when it's nope. frigid cold, that's not a good time to take your gloves off. So, ever. The point yeah. of this is I'm sitting there typing out my message, and as I'm, I don't know, three-fourths of the way through my message, I get a text from you that says, hey, what do you think about calling this and, and getting down? So I'm like, well, I'll reply to him in here in just a minute. I just got to finish this up. So while I'm in the midst of finishing this up, I see this. So the stand that I'm sitting in is sitting on a ridge. I'm facing a hillside, you know, with the ridge up above. Yep. And I see initially two does, ended up being three does, but coming across the top of that ridge. So then I shut down Instagram and I fire back a message to you real quick and said, you know, something along the lines of stand by. I've got some does in front of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ditched the phone in my pocket. And about that time, those does start working their way down that ridge. And they're to my left at this point. But the front doe, they're all pretty substantial sized does. But that front doe, yeah. I'm pretty sure her mama bred with a, a bull elk because she was <laughs> thick. I mean, she was healthy. She yeah. was very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts, she kind of hangs a left, like she's going to come right down in front of me. And and if she does come right down in front of me, we're talking about a 15-yard shot. Yep. So I reach in and I grab my, uh, my release. And here's where a foolish mistake comes in. And <laughs> I'm man enough to get on a podcast and admit it. My hands were and so. And I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that that you appreciate that. <laughs> my hands were so frigid, like numb at this point. Trying, I'm tr- trying to be out there promoting the backwoods bow hunter on the Instagram, and this is what I get for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and this summarizes the season that I've had. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> my hand is so numb I can hardly grab my release, and I end up dropping it. And it clangs off the tree stand. I'm sitting in a ladder stand. So it clangs off the, the platform of the ladder stand. And not only clangs there, but as it's falling further, it hits the, the brace <laughs> underneath and clangs off the brace too. In case they didn't hear the first ping. Yes. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. of course, alarmed said does and off they go. Yeah. And I'm like, naturally. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Of course yeah. it did. So they kind of headed off to a direction that you could see them, and you had a good eye of them. I, I think you're not not yep. a shot, but you could see them anyway. No, um, the one was close enough to shoot, but she was staying behind some stuff, and she was kind of skittish because she got spooked. And every time she was about to hit an opening, she would run a little bit, and then she'd stop, and then walk real slow again, look around, and then she'd run a little bit. And every time she was getting close to an opening, she bolted a little bit, so it didn't give me the opportunity either. Yeah. So I was pissed. I pissed at myself i mean i mean nothing else um so i'm like forget this i'm climbing down so you know about that time i sent you the message and i'm like hey i'm ready you know i'm pissed off yeah so i'm down on the ground searching for my release because it's camouflage and it blends in with the forest floor a little bit and it (laughs) (laughs) took me a few minutes to find my release and of course while i'm down there i hear another doe blowing at or a deer i don't know if it was a doe but i hear a deer blowing at me I'm like, of course, <laughs> you know I mean? it's Yeah. I heard it blow and I looked up there. It was big, whatever it was. I don't know if it was a buck or a doe either. I just heard the noise when I looked up. I seen it run and I seen the tail as it was going off into the woods. Yeah. So I never saw it. Like I told you, I, all I heard was the blowing yeah. of it. But um, So there's at least four there that we knew of, you know. Yep. 
uh, and you've told me um, for a while now that that your your family's property is kind of a it doesn't really get active until much later than what would we call, most places yeah well, yeah what we can consider the norm um, yeah you know so it, it wasn't active till what eight twenty ish or so today eight fifteen eight twenty yep mm-hmm. uh, which has kind of been the normal for that place but anyway uh, yeah. you climb down and you meet me back at my stand location and we start to head out. And this is where it gets interesting and what I call intense. So, oh, yep. Uh, and fun. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I, when I came home and told the story to my wife, I'm like, here, here's the thing, you know, had I not dropped my release and punched a hole through that dough, we would have never experienced the part two because yeah. <laughs> we would have been mm-hmm. dealing with trying to take care of her and get her out of yep. the woods. And we would have never even had the experience of part two, which was interesting. Yeah, and, and the more I reflect on it, I think the more interesting it gets. So <laughs> we're heading out on the trail that y'all made. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to tell the story or not, but, you know, part of your part of your family's property, there was a mine incident and they had to come in and fix it and they put in a big food plot for you. Yep. Yes, they did. So we were actually, we were heading that direction right where it opens up by the first stand that you hunted the first time. And in that food plot, you stop and you're like, well, actually before we got there, you saw some up in the woods. Yeah. And I didn't see them. I, I caught one of them, but you said you saw a couple. So then we kept going. And then right when we got to that opening, you said there's a doe straight ahead of us in that food plot. And there's a big old doe sitting there. Yeah. And then that, that decent buck came out. Now we're talking, what, what do you think we were, 100 yards at the point, 80, 100? I would say somewhere between 75 and 100, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then that big, that decent buck come through, and he went straight across the food plot, and as we're watching him, we turned back to the other doe, and then there was three doe, and then there was four, five, six. <laughs> it's like a clown car just unloading the doe coming into that field. Yeah. It, it reminded then, me of like railroad cars. They just kept coming. Yeah. <laughs> they just kept mm-hmm. flooding into the field. Like they didn't stop. It was like, bunk, 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 bunk. There's yeah. another one. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. Yep. I mean, you both said there wasn't one in that group that I wouldn't have shot. Oh yeah. Every one of them were healthy. I didn't see yeah. one little one. I mean, they were all coming out same size, just big old healthy does. And anyway, we watched them mill around for a minute and they'd never even seen us standing in the middle of that path. And then, like we said, we lost sight of the buck on the left side of that food plot, and all those does started going back in. So that's when I told you, if we go over by one where you hunted, we got a chance to catch them does backdooring that stand one, and we might be able to get a shot. Yeah. So now we're at that point. I'm going to let you take back over on the story here. Yeah, so we we made our way over to your stand, what you call stand one. Um, yep. So the, which that buck was pushing some of those does. So we're talking, we, mm-hmm. we've got some late, late season rut activity going on here. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, he and some of the other does that were with him kind of went off to what I called my left. Cause it was our left. Yeah. Um, I don't know what actual direction that was offhand, but they went off into the timber that way. And the remaining does went off to the timber to the right, our right. Um, which is where you said that they may cross that Creek and come back over by your stand one. So we worked our way over to stand one and 
I told you, I said, I'm going to walk up to the, you know, the tree that that stand's actually attached to. I said, I'm going to try to hug this tree a little bit. So I'm a little bit more, you know, uh, hidden yeah. and yep. just kind of watch them and see what they do. So I'm there and you're, I don't know, five yards behind me at the most. Yep. So I'm focused on those does and watching what they're doing. And about that time, you're like, Buck's coming back. So you're seeing yep. it over your shoulder back the other direction. So basically what this yep. buck has done is he's he's came out of that food plot up into the timber and worked a circle and coming right back around. Yeah. At this point in time, right back around to where we're at. Mm-hmm. Like so, heading straight at us. Yes. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> so I turn around and I drop to the ground because what I should have already done, I didn't do. I should have already had knocked an arrow and been ready to go. But I, I hadn't done it at this point because I was just watching these yep. does to see if they were going to turn and come our way. And at yeah. that point, they really hadn't. They were kind of heading back towards the roadway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drop to the ground. I'm trying to knock an arrow and grab my release. And I'm I'm trying to pay attention to what I'm doing and look over my shoulder at the same time and see what he's doing. And I see him coming, like beelining straight towards us. Uh-huh. So I have he the was, he wasn't messing around. No, he wasn't. So I have the arrow knocked and I'm grabbing my release and in in my mindset I'm thinking, okay, how are we gonna pull this off? Um <laughs> because if he if he exposes himself at this so I'm kind of behind some brush. You have a little bit of a better angle at him than I do. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. kind of a, a tree with some brush around it blocking me from him. Um yeah. so I can only see a little bit and you have a better angle. But I'm thinking to myself, if he exposes himself, I'm going to have to shoot over the top of you. Like, you're going to have to hit the dirt, and I'm going to have to shoot over the top of you. And yep. you can't shoot. For Robin Hood. Yeah, and you can't shoot because you're you're tagged out on bucks. So yep. it's all me at this point. 100%. So, so I'm like, okay, what do we do? And all that's running through my mind all at the same damn time. And um, it all happens so fast. <laughs> Usually it does. It, it did. It did. Yeah. So I, I remember you kind of going lower to the ground because I'm I'm sure you were thinking the same thing that if he's going to have yep. a shot angle, it's going to have to go over the top of my head. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I was down on both knees and my hand was on the ground, and the other one was shielding my eyes because the sun was right in our face. Yeah, that too. Yep. And about that time, he gets alerted and, and off he goes. But yep. Did I miss anything there? Yeah. No. Well, when he took off. Another one was right behind him, or right was coming in with them. That another we never buck, knew. yeah. Another buck yeah. we never knew was there. There was yeah. another buck that we didn't even know was there was coming in behind him. I, I didn't get a good look at him. I don't know what he was. But that first one, me and you both said, was easily between, shoot, 145, 155, somewhere in that area. Yeah. Easily. I, that was just a quick glance. Yeah, so you, you had a better look at him than I did. I only saw, like, the, the left side of him just based on the way the brush was, you know, I can only see a little bit yeah. of them. Um, yeah. I would have guessed just initial. And like I said, it all happened so damn quickly, but I would have guessed, you know, somewhere in the one forties, but yeah, uh, he was wide. Um, he did have a good spread. Yeah. Wasn't extremely tall, but he was wide and yeah. Good Lord. I wish it would have worked out, but yeah, I know what, what a it story was, it would have been to tell with that arrow yeah. flying, you know, four feet above your head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd have got down and said a quick prayer there. Lord, please let arrow just fly straight. <laughs> yes. Yes. No misfires. And you knew, you knew going into this. I mean, I, I had kind of worked, we'll talk about this on the next podcast, but we had kind of worked through my, uh, archery struggles here recently. And, uh, 
but <laughs> yeah. s- somewhere in there that had to be a part of your mindset, you know, that, Hey, he's been, <laughs> he's been telling me for the last two weeks that his archery shooting right now sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I better get a little bit lower. Yes. You better hug the dirt, man. So, yeah. I wasn't too worried about it. I just wanted to see it happen. Nonetheless, it was an intense encounter. Um, it yeah, was, it was cool. You know, and how, how close was he? You think 15 yards? Uh, I think probably within, within 15, 20 yards. Yeah. I mean, he was moving in tight to us, you know? Yeah. Um, and here we are on yeah, the ground, yeah. you know, ground level with him, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he had about two more steps to come out of all that. That was yeah. really it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how close yeah. he was. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. all I needed was another five feet and yep. you know, it was game on at that point, but yeah, he would have cleared them the trees that he was in and hit that path, which is nothing in front of him. Like I said, I, did, I, I didn't move the whole time. I had my hand up that whole point, but he must have seen me because, like I said, you were behind that bush mm-hmm. right in front of the stand, and I was out a little bit out into that path, and I think he just caught wind of me and knew something was wrong. I mean, like I said, I wasn't moving. I was dead still. I had my hand up blocking that sun, and I lost him for a second, and then he, he popped in again, and that was when he, me and him made eye contact, I think. I'm assuming he, he made eye contact with me, but yeah, it was either that or he heard me. It was one of the two, um, because there was a point where I was sitting there behind that brush getting ready and I, I couldn't find him. I couldn't see him because it was just, you know, I didn't have the, the angle or the view. Yeah. And yep. I remember kind of, I mean, I think I whispered, I don't know. I think I whispered to you, where's he at? Because I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't see him anymore, you know? So I don't know. And it was about yeah. that time I heard him you know, blowing and taking off. So I don't know if he saw you or heard me or a combination thereof, but, um, you know, it was yeah, cool. either way. It was, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. It was very cool. So that's why I was trying I like to go ahead and little situations like that. Those are, those are fun. Oh, it was fun. You know, and I was telling the wife about it, like I said, and she's like, you know, well that her first thought was, well, it's pretty cool that, you know, you had that encounter and Mike was there with you. And, you know, it's a cool story to tell, you know, I'm like, well, we're yeah. going to tell that story, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a lot, but at the same time, it was, it was one of those things where I'm like, you know, had I shot that doe earlier, we would have never had this encounter. Um, yep. we got to have the encounter, which was better. I don't know. I mean, I've got meat in the yeah. freezer, so the, the dough would have been cool to have more meat in the freezer, of course, but yep. that encounter almost makes for a better story. So it would have gave you some extra points too. Yeah. And that encounter <laughs> would have been a lot better had, uh, you know, he actually taken those couple of extra steps. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. That would have definitely gave you some, some definitely, uh, some definite credit on the points. <laughs> but, but I believe he was at least eight. He might've been more. Yeah. That I have no idea. Yeah, either do I. Like I said, he, I just seen how wide he was, and then he turned again, but he kept going in between those trees, so I just knew that there was a decent spread on him. I wish, you know, I hadn't thought about this. I, I, it's always hindsight is twenty twenty, of course. Um, I wish I would have brought my vinyl harness with me this morning. I brought it, and I left it in my truck at your house. I, I didn't bring it with me with me um, because then we could have glassed him when he was out in the field you know, to out in yep. the food plot and got a better idea of yep. what he was. Uh, yeah, never did true. that. And then the next thing you know, he's right on top of you and you don't have time to mm-hmm. think about it other than just take cover, you know, so he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't uh-huh. get blown, you know, to, to where you're at. But. Yeah. We went from standing up, looking over to the right, to 
squatting down real quick, looking behind us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened like instantly. I mean, and it was loud too, which really surprised me because we had a lot of rain this week. Yeah. I was really surprised how loud those leaves were because those squirrels earlier were driving me freaking nuts. Oh, man. And then just to hear those deer come through, like to hear those bucks come down that ridge, I mean, they were loud. I was like, oh, shit, and that's when we seen them. But, you know, everything happens for a reason, I guess. I noticed something different with your deer there than mine here. Um, I thought about this a lot this afternoon, and I don't know if it's a pressure issue uh, or what it is, but my deer here, like the, those does as they were coming down that ridge, now they're they're almost like, you know, eye to eye with me at this point. Yeah. As I'm facing this hillside and I'm trying to sneak my way out of my chair and stand up and grab my bow and do all the thing. Never alerted them to anything. They never had a clue I was there until I dropped my release. Mm -hmm. Um, here, I have to do this to myself. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, what a douche I am. Yeah. (laughs) I am. Um, just a little bit. They were never alerted to anything. Like they're not on guard almost. It was kind of no. weird. My, my does here, yeah. man, I, they are constantly scanning and looking and raising their heads, and you can't hardly breathe without them seeing you. So I, I don't yeah. know if it's a, a pressure issue, because I know you guys don't hunt there as often as you, you do, like your Thompsonville property or, you know. Yeah. I, I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know what the deal is, but they weren't as, yeah. to me, they weren't as alerted as some of the deer that I chase here. No, that, that a lot of times, a lot of times they're that way. I mean, even that one that was spooked by, you know, that spooked when you dropped it and kind of ran in between me and you. She was coming right at me before she turned to head up the hill with the other two does, and she never once, you know, what I mean, she kept like focusing on those other deer. She wasn't looking around. She wasn't, you know, she she knew something was wrong, but she never once even looked at me. Like I said, I stood up, grabbed my bow, put the release, you know, had my you know strap ready to go. And she just never gave me a shot. Right. But, you know, I mean, that's just a lot of times that's the way it is. When you go with me next year to Todd's, you'll find some deer that are really clueless. Them things up there, I mean, they are dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> they have no pressure up there. Them things don't know what's going on. So- I mean, you get busted up in Chicago, you got a problem. You did something wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They just walk right up, right in, and they're not on, you know, you know, there's just really no pressure out there. All that area around Todd's is, you know, open. You know, no one really hunts it other than, you know, Todd and some goofy ass across the street that keeps going in and walking right through Sachs property. But, yeah. But that's it. There's really no pressure out there. So them deer, they just walk in. I mean, they don't even look. I mean, they'll walk 10 yards, 5 yards from you. No clue. And that's in a, and that's in a regular tree stand. I'm not talking in a climber 20 feet up. You're in a 15, 16-foot tree stand. And them deer walk 10 yards from you and have no clue you're there. Hey, that's a good thing. Oh, it's a very good thing. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm sitting 20 feet up and I have to be conscious of it because they're monitoring every damn activity around them out here, you know. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that is attributed. I, I like to blame my neighbors for everything. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna do it again. Perfectly, I'd be perfectly excusable. Yeah, so I, I think a lot yeah. of that is attributed to the uh, property of the south. So, yeah, I don't blame you. 
that's 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 what I go with. Yep. All right. But like we said, we got one, maybe two more hunts out there we can get in. Yeah, I hope so. It was fun. I had a good time today, and you know, I had a good time day one. Actually, I mean, and yeah, we didn't see shit, but no, sometimes Mikey did. we did. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to just break up the monotony, you know, and do something yeah. different, you know. So that's uh, it was good. Yep. Even the scenery change makes it, you know, a little better mm-hmm. when you don't see something. At least it's like, hey, at least I wasn't sitting in the same damn tree looking at the same freaking squirrels, and I saw different squirrels today. Yeah, different different herd of gray squirrels. Uh, yeah, and you had plenty of them. Oh and yeah, I have lot. I have never seen a property by the way had so many woodpeckers. <laughs> that There's place a lot of is that inundated with woodpeckers. Gosh, they are everywhere. Yeah, they don't they don't play around as out there. No, they don't. Some quality, tasty trees, I guess. I suppose so. <laughs> uh, so hey, man, thanks for jumping on. I uh, you know. Uh, these episodes are meant to be kind of short and sweet. So, um, yeah, appreciate you jumping on and we'll see you in a few days and we're going to record episode one zero one. Hell yeah. So we get to start the next 100. Hell yeah. Uh, back. We're going to get it. Do what? We're going to get it. Yeah, we're going to get it. Backwards bow hunter can be found at backwards and on Facebook and Instagram at backwards bow hunter podcast. And you can email yeah. us at backwoodsbowhunterpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we close the show in style, as always. Grab your bow and get after it. Get your kids out. Thanks for listening to another Backwoods Bowhunter episode. Didn't get enough? Climb down out of your tree stand and get ready for another epic episode next week. The Backwoods Boys will take you back downrange for more bow hunting content.